0: Welcome to this podcast on the Dean Forest Railway. Situated in the Forest of Dean, it is known as the Friendly Forest Line. We drove to Norchard, just outside Lydney, where there is good parking and it's the main base for the railway. Our plan? To catch the first train of the day. The line runs for four and a half miles between Lydney Junction and Park End, passing through beautiful woodland and countryside. The line reflects the relaxing pace of a country branch line in the early 20th century. The line covers part of the route of the Severn and Wye Railway, originally a tramway established in 1810 to transport minerals to the River Severn. The Severn and Wye eventually extended to Lidbrook, Cinderford and Colford. In 1872 passenger traffic was authorised on the line and by 1875 stations had been built at Lydney Junction, Lydney Town, Whitecroft Park End, Speech House Road, Drybrook Road, and Upper Lidbrook. Lower Lidbrook and Lidbrook Junction were also opened. Lidbrook Junction allowed a connection to the Ross and Monmouth Railway, allowing the transport of iron ore to the ironworks at Ebu Vale and Dow After a delay in passing the required inspection in order to run passenger services, the services started. On the 23rd of September 1875, with two trains each day on the route between Lydney and Lidbrook. By 1879, the service had reduced to one train a day. In July 1894, the railways in the area were bought out by the Great Western Railway and the Midland Railways and run as a joint company. A number of factors led to an increase in the amount of minerals transported from the Forest of Dean across a bridge over the Severn just outside Lydney. On the 6th of July 1929, passenger services north of Lydney town were discontinued, although the station at Lower Lydbrook had already closed in 1903. Services continued south of Lydney Town until the night of the 25th of October 1960, when an oil barge collided with the bridge over the Severn, causing significant damage. It never reopened. Our locomotive today was built in 1928 and is called a prairie tank. These locomotives were designed by George Churchward and first introduced in 1904. The engines were developed over the years, first by Churchward and then by his successor, Charles Collett. Our locomotive, number 5541, was built at the Great Western Works in Swindon, and after being based at sheds in Bath and South Wales and finally was allocated to the Lehrer Shed in Plymouth in 1960. 5541 was withdrawn in 1962 and moved to Woodham Brothers for scrapping. In 1972 5541 was moved again by rail to the Dean Forest Railway and was steaming by 1975. The current boiler ticket on 5541 is valid until 2023. It is a beautiful but very cold day here at Norchard on the Dean Forest Railway. Quite a heavy frost overnight and quite a breeze, but then it is the end of October. But the sun is shining, it's dry, what more could you ever ask for? I'm stood on Platform 3, which is referred to as the high-level platform and is quite a height above the normal platforms for this station. The train's still quite cold because the steam heating hasn't come through. We are on the first service of the day, making our way slowly through the beautiful countryside here in the forest of Dean. just had my ticket clipped by the ticket inspector. There are probably about 30 people on this first train of the day. I would imagine that as the day progresses, the trains will get much busier. <laughs> Real good, is it? Oops.
1: Oh, no, just
0: just. i missed it. Where you <laughs> go? <good. laughs> arrived at Park End station, which is the end of the line. Park End would appear to be a very small place. The locomotive has to be uncoupled and run round to the other end of the train. It's also going to be taking water here. Motor is now taking on water before reattaching to the train so that he can take us down to Lydney. We're <laughs> going to get Stockton to send you some of that special never-bend hose, don't we know? All the way, all the way, all yeah. Is that the never-bend hose at all off on that second tower? Of locally sourced alcoholic beverages. This is situated towards the centre of the train. It sounds as though some of our fellow passengers are going to go to the shops when we reach Lydney. From the items on their list, it sounds like it's a celebratory meal. So it's sort of... we've reached Lydney Junction but the tank locomotive will be taken off the front of the train and run round to the other end of the train so that he can go back up to Park End there's a track work gang hard at work here today Lydney Junction also seems to be a storage point for a large number of old locomotives, diesel, carriages, trucks and various other things. Plus, there would appear to be some modern equipment must be part of the National Rail Network because, of course, this is a semi-interchange with the National Rail Network, a five or ten minute walk away. At one end of the train there is a very very upmarket first class saloon which can be reserved by people who've got special events taking place and today it's been reserved from 12.07 to 13.49 so that must be for one round trip. It's a beautiful carriage as you can see from the photographs. The queue that you can see outside the little shelter just down the platform is for probably the most popular amenity on the station, the toilet. Well, actually, that's slightly unfair. There is a disabled toilet as well, but it's the toilet that people feel that they should be using. Quite a queue. After we arrived at Lydney Junction, I walked with some friends down to the Severn Estuary and enjoyed the fantastic views across the Severn and on down to the current Severn Bridges. Sadly, we'd had the best of the day, and by the time of our return journey, cold, persistent rain had set in. Lydney Junction station was reopened by the Dean Forest Railway in May 1995. The station has been rebuilt with an island platform configuration as the original station on this site served the Seven and Y Railway routes from Lydney along the branch line to Cinderford and Lidbrook Junction and there were two separate platforms. A further two platforms are also located on the main Gloucester to Newport main line, and in its heyday, these were separated from the s and platforms by extensive sidings, with the transfer between the two by way of a long footbridge. Lydney Junction also boasted a locomotive shed and another short branch line crossing the main Gloucester line, which headed into Lydney Docks. Passenger trains north of Lydney Town ceased in 1929. But a shuttle service ran between Lydney Town and Barclay Road until the abrupt cessation of service occurred after an accident in which a barge collided with the Severn Railway Bridge in thick fog, damaging it beyond repair on the 26 October 1960. Freight traffic remained in operation until 1975, this being ballast produced at Whitecliff Quarry in Colford. Ownership of the remains of the branch line then passed to the Dean Forest Railway shortly afterwards. To the west of the station, the Dean Forest Railway has established a diesel locomotive depot on the site of the former branch to Lidney Docks, and further sidings are due to be installed opposite the depot to house track maintenance equipment and rolling stock. The signal box here at Lydney Junction station was originally located at Haysham in Lancashire and was moved and rebuilt at Lydney Junction just prior to the restoration of passenger train services in 1995. To the east of the station are extensive sidings used to store rolling stock which is awaiting funds and volunteers to restore it to working order. And the Dean Forest Railway also has a connection to the network rail-owned main line which allows maintenance equipment to visit the Dean Forest Railway when required. In addition, several charter trains have traversed the connection to visit the railway from various points of the country. On our return to Norchard we visited the museum in the main building and learnt more about this railway. My thanks go to the staff of the Dean Forest Railway, the friendly forest line, For making this podcast possible. This podcast is published by the Mr. T Podcast Studio.